Hey, Nikita, welcome to Innovators Can Laugh. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm pretty good. Just having a blast and, you know, trying not to freeze my my butt off because it's kind of cold here. So, <laughs> Okay, let me give some background to the audience so they get an understanding of who you are. Nikita Herputz is the founder of Pineapple Square. It's an app and a network for the hospitality industry. Now, here's what one person said. Pineapple Square is fantastic. I've connected with fellow bartenders, picked up tips, and even found some new opportunities. I found mentorship and even got a new job. Every new bartender should check it out. And it's not just bartenders. It's for waiters, restaurant owners, food truck operators, and chefs. I'm super excited about this because I spent many years in the hospitality industry as a waiter back in Houston and in New York City. So we are going to get into this, Nikita. (laughs) Okay, that's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. First, tell me about your hospitality experience. Well, I started off at 14 as a summer job just, you know, to get some money for myself to buy whatever I wanted. Then I moved on and studied in the Netherlands in one of the best hospitality management schools in, in the world, actually. Then I moved back home and continued working with my father, which he has a hospitality business. And I worked there for six or seven years. And then like something was missing. And I just started combining hospitality and tech, which are the two things that I love about. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you were 14, what what were you doing? Were you working like as a waiter or what? Uh, Yes. So I actually, I started off like uh, polishing glasses. Okay. For three months. Yeah. And then I moved on to like waiting. <laughs> so it, it took on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, why did you go to the Netherlands for school? Do they have like a really good university or program for hospitality? Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to do something great. And they're top five and they're fighting with Switzerland, which is like the thing you go. But Switzerland, is too, it, it was too expensive for me. So like Netherlands was the best bank for the buck with quality and, and the amount you pay each year. Okay. And what, what kind of industry or business does your dad have? Because he's in the industry as well. Yeah. So he has a business which he sells and he basically equips hotels, restaurants and bars, all their kitchen equipment, bar equipment, whatever, from design to installation to sales to post sales. All right. All right. Where's he based out of and what kind of, I guess, where does he operate? Just solely in Romania? So we are based in Oradea and the area of work is mostly northwestern Romania and eastern Hungary because like we're really close to Hungary. So it kind of makes sense for us to go there as well. All right. So you've probably been to Deborah Chin. Uh, yeah, a lot of times. A lot of times in Deborah Chin. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very nice city. It is. I used to travel there. I had a client there and I had, had I really enjoyed it. And I haven't been to Oradea yet. So this year or next year, I definitely will go to Oradea. <laughs> you should, you should, you should. And everybody should at least try for a, for a weekend getaway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I used to work as a waiter back in Houston in New York City. And one of the most embarrassing moments I ever had is when I served the fake dessert to a table. There was a table, a couple... Uh, that was at Beer Paredes Houston restaurant, and they came to watch the show. It was a theater show. They didn't speak any English. They were foreigners. I think they were European. I'm not sure from where. And uh, I put the real dessert on the table that displayed the fake desserts. The fake desserts <laughs> okay. were actually real desserts, but they were a few days old, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and the ice cream wasn't real ice cream. It was actually this thing that we call Crisco. It was like this lard. And I accidentally picked up the fake dessert, took it to them. They ate the cake. Nikita, they ate the cake. 
They ate the lard. They ate their lard out of it. They didn't eat the lard. They ate the cake, the piece of cake, right? And so I picked up the plate. I took it back inside the kitchen and I put it in the uh, the bucket for it to get washed. And it was at an angle. And I started walking away and I realized something that the ice cream hadn't melted and it wasn't sliding down. And I I looked again. (laughs) The dishwasher looked. Cause, and then the, the, the person who makes the desserts look from the kitchen and they knew immediately what I had done. They, they just, they just realized it. The kitchen was just <laughs> laughing. Everybody was just laughing out loud. The, the general manager came out and they're like, what's going on here? And, you know, they, they mostly spoke Spanish. They didn't really speak English. Right. And they didn't really want to tell a rat on me. So they didn't say anything. And I pretended I didn't know what's going on. I went back into the floor. Right. And so the general manager didn't know what the hell was going on. But that was my most embarrassing moment. The couple didn't say anything. They didn't speak English. They just, they left me a shitty tip. Yeah, probably, probably you could have gotten it from, from the tip. It's like, what's wrong with this? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I deserved it. What was your most embarrassing moment in the hospitality industry, Nikita? I was at this uh, event. It was a, a new TV channel opening up in our city. And it had this great event that the hotel was working in. And I was holding a, a tray full of champagne glasses, right? Just like going around and, you know, distributing it. And I knew the guy that actually opened the company. And I was really scared to go to him. Like, here's a champagne for you. And the moment I just walked at him, when he wanted to pick it up, he picked up one glass and it was like a tray full, right? Like 20, 20 glass. He picked one and I literally just like, I looked at him and, and did this. All the champagne <laughs> went on him, on everybody else around. And I, and I just stood there like, okay, I, now I really did something bad, like really, really bad. So I just excused myself like 20 minutes, starting, started cleaning everything up. Okay. I don't know what they said, but like, okay, okay. So for those listening and not watching, Nikita demonstrated that he flipped the tray of all the glasses of champagne. Is that right, Nikita? Yeah, flipped the entire thing on the most important person of the night. What's the relationship between you and this person? Is it non-existent? No, definitely not existent. <laughs> definitely not existent. Like, I, I'm happy I didn't get a juicing order after that one. So. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, I guess people remember you from that that event that that's in the industry, right? Uh, I, I I hope like they kind of forgotten about it, but yes, they. I I've had a lot of stuff happening afterwards. Is everybody yeah. said it? <laughs> okay. Did you apologize, or did you just turn around and walk away? I I. I stood silent for like 30 seconds until like my brain realized what happened. And then I just said, sorry for the next hour. And I, I, I think I went to him like too many times saying, I'm sorry, which was like kind of a problem. Like just say sorry, and, you know, go wherever. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing you can do, you know, you, you <laughs> quick, sorry, and be sincere, walk away. And that's it. <laughs> stay yeah. out of sight. Really. You just want yeah, to stay yeah, out of sight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay. Okay. Now tell us about Pineapple Square. Like, how did you get this name? And what was the, you said that you were trying to combine hospitality and and tech. So what was the light bulb moment that you realized something like this? So this is actually our second startup in hospitality. Pineapple Square comes from two things. So pineapple is the fruit of hospitality, which is like some 
the, the domain that we're working in. And Square comes from the old Agoras of ancient Greece, like the central market in a city where professionals yeah. would meet, like, you know, mingle around, find out about the latest tech and, you know, what's, what's the new trends in, in, in the market. And that's what we're trying to do it in a, in a, a digital place, like get together hospitality and put them in a, in a square so they can, you know, communicate with each other and start doing business. Yep. All right. All right. I wish I had this when I was younger because it seems like this is a really cool way to highlight your, not just your experience, but also what you're really good at. Because I felt like I was one of the best waiters at the restaurant. And I, I felt like with a technology like this, I really could have been in demand by some of the best restaurants in, in the area. So when people discover this, whether they're a waiter or a bartender, or maybe even a chef, what do they get excited about, Nikita? So there are, there are different opportunities that, that you can get. So right now, hospitality is a really bad place from a worker's point of view. And, you know, there's like a waiter or a bartender will always want to make some extra buck, right? So where can you find like new gigs to work on? Where can you find the best restaurants to work on? So I, I think the main thing right now is gigs. So like when restaurants need an extra bartender or they have a special party that they need somebody with special skills, they can, they can find them there. And then goes like you, from my point of view, like you are the best waiter, depending on the best experience you had, like the best re re restaurant you've been to. So if you feel kind of stuck in a, in a place you want to look for something new, we also have that use case of like people searching for restaurants and just finding the best place to work or at least trying to get a job. Okay. How does the business model work? Is it, is it free for like waiters and bartenders? How does it, how does it work? Yeah. So right now uh, at this moment in time, it's free for everyone. So for bartenders and waiters, of course, it's going to be free. And we are going to put in a subscription model for the restaurant so they can get access to the network. And then on, on top of that, if they actually hire somebody for a gig or a job, we will take a small percentage, smaller than a HR company, that that's our goal. So they can fill up more of their vacant jobs, you know, faster and easier and cheaper. That's where we want to get. Okay. And if you're a restaurant or a waiter and you want to try this out, where can you find it? App Store and Google Play. Okay. And where are you guys live at right now? Just this, particularly in Romania and Hungary, like where? So yes, most of our users right now are in Romania, Hungary, not, not that much, to be honest with you. And we started off in the United States and actually the past six weeks, we've been in San Francisco at an accelerator program. So we started kicking, started kicking stuff off in US, see if, you know, there's a market fit in the US as well, but yeah, mostly Romania and second place is the United States. Okay. Do you know if there's, you got competitors in the U.S. with a similar app or no? Yes. So in the United States, there are similar apps. There is one particular, like an, an old incumbent that, you know, they do a good job, but like they're not a great, you know, they're, they're old, old company, right? But in Europe, actually, we didn't find anyone to like fit the, fit, let's say any percent of what we do. You can okay. think of Indeed maybe, but like it's very general. It, it, it doesn't try to help hospitality that. Yeah. Yeah. How have you gotten traction so far here in, in uh, Romania, like the first users? What have you guys done? So we've launched like three months ago, the app itself. Right now we have around 500 like blue collar works, like, you know, bar, uh, bartenders, waiters, chefs, there's a mix of it. And around 50, 50, 60 restaurants, bistros, you know, let's say businesses inside. 
Okay. That's what we've got with no marketing spend, nothing. It's just like, you know, we're here to do this, you know, spreading the word out. Yeah. Yeah. Word of mouth. And actually before going to San Francisco, we went to like the biggest bartending event in Romania called Brest, which like the first and foremost, the best bartenders in Romania are there, but they have like this amazing people from the United States, London, other bartenders to show off what they do. And we had a blast there. Like if I could show you the pictures, like everybody was just having so much fun. We yeah. had this game, uh, you know, throwing pineapples at, uh, at a board, getting yeah. points. It, w- it it actually went better than we were expecting. Like yeah. we had no idea that this would go, go this way. So right only from that place, we got a, around 100 to 120 users wow. in two days. Yeah, very, which very was cool. amazing. Yep. And very, very good cool. people, like very good people, very good bartenders. Yeah. Now, who's your team made up of? Like, who's in your, who's in your team right now? So uh, right now in our team, we have Octavian Ginga, which is, I'm actually at his house right now. He's in, he's in a separate room. And we have Svan, which is our designer, which I haven't actually met since I, since I, I came back to the US. So I have to, I have to go and see him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And your day-to-day role, like responsibilities, obviously a founder wears many hats, but like, what is your, your thing that you love to focus on? So I would go with sales and operations. Like I used to be a sales agent, a business developer at Meddad's company. That's what I did for so many years. So it's kind of like natural for me. And operations, like I, 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 I think I'm a pre-organized person and I like to like, you know, make sure everything runs smoothly. But these are the main hats. But other than that, jack of all trades, like whatever is necessary, I'm there. Okay. Except for coding, except for coding. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting myself. Yeah. <laughs> neither am I. Neither am I. I'm a no code guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you had a magic wand to to basically tackle your biggest obstacle right now, what would you do? My biggest obstacle right now, I would, if I have a magic wand, I would create like the biggest hospitality conference in our city. I would love everybody to see our city and just have the biggest hospitality conference where I can bring up, you know, the yeah. best chefs, bartenders and restaurants out there so they can, you know, meet each other and just see what happens if you do that. Okay. Okay. Very cool. And last question before we get into rapid fire, what was the big differences that you saw in the hospitality industry in the Netherlands versus Romania? I think like the, so in the Netherlands, they put a lot of emphasis on procedures and quality. I would definitely say that. Romania is like, if you are willing to work, they're okay with putting you out there. In the Netherlands, not so much. Like they would like you to be trained a lot before, uh, make sure you know, uh, maybe a bit of Dutch. Uh, so it takes a long time to actually get into the thing. That, that was my experience. I mean, I have no idea what's happening right now, but like my experiences was like, I, I, I trained for three or four months before I was able to go there yeah. and, you know, meet your, clients actually. In your brief experience in the States, did you notice any differences? Actually, yes. So I would, I would definitely say that Europe does a way better job of hospitality than the U.S. The U.S. is a bit chaotic and like the quality of service is just not there. Like, honestly. I, I, I feel like, you know, food wise, it looks better in Europe. It tastes better, but you know, probably I didn't go to the right places as well. I don't know. That was, oh, wow. Yeah. No, my experience is totally different. So when my wife moved to the States, she was shocked. We would walk into a Walgreens and you're greeted. Hi, how are you doing today? Let me know if I can help you. 
And here, it's like everywhere, I feel like there's like a lack of good customer service. I, I went in for a teeth cleaning a couple of days ago and I was the dentist. He was reading a book and I'm there to get my teeth cleaning. And he looked at me and he's like, oh, I just gave me like four more minutes. I'm still reading my book. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, definitely. Like, I, I, I'm just putting here for hospitality, but like the rest of it, like if you go in, in a store in Romania, you're like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> what are you? Why are you? I'm not going to talk to you. But yeah. hospitality, like, I don't know, like it, it, it kind of feels like I, I would like a bit more better quality in Europe, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if we're talking about two different things, maybe customer service in general versus hospitality, like restaurants or, or hotels. Yeah. Yeah. There's two different things. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Rapid fire time. Give me the first thing that <clears throat> pops into your mind. Are you ready? Okay. Ready. All right. What is something weird that you obsess about, Nikita? Oh, actually, my uh, my computer. I obsess about you know <laughs> about making sure ev everything in my PC just arranged as as hell. Like I, my files are in the right place. Everything is the right place. Okay. <laughs> All right. What are you stubborn about? Everything. Jesus Christ. Like I, I, I want to make it my way somehow. I don't know. I'm a, I, I'm, I'm just stubborn. Sorry. I'm just stubborn. Are you a Taurus by any chance? What? A Taurus? A, a Taurus. No, I, okay. I'm in September, so I'm not sure how it's called. Like, Techata? You Romanian? Like the girl thingy? Yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah, yeah. Taurus are typically stubborn and I'm married to one. So I, I know, yeah. I know what that's all My about. My parents are both Taurus. So I probably got that one as well. There you go. Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. I'm okay. a Virgo. Okay. So they're, they're, they're stubborn too. But if your mom and dad were both Tauruses, that explains it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next question for you. What is a funny phobia or fear that you have? Heights. Heights. Okay. I, I, yeah. Heights. Next question. What happened during a hilarious bad date? I walked out <laughs> and said nothing. I, I just grabbed my, my phone and my, and my thing. I just walked. Was it based on something the person said? What happened? Yeah. She basically like one minute afterwards, she told me I don't like your glasses. So no. come on. Hey, she was Dutch, I right? Glasses, really? <laughs> was she Dutch? No, a Caribbean. A Caribbean? Oh, well, the Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Because the Dutch are very direct. It was Dutch Indies, so probably, you know. Yeah, I've discovered that recently since interviewing a lot of Dutch startup founders, how they're pretty direct versus Latin culture. Yeah. Okay. All right, last question for you. What secret strategy do you use to drive leads? I know you guys just got started, but what are something that uh, you're anticipating experimenting with? Conferences. All right. Uh, actually, like conferences and, and you know, exhibitions, they just work. Personal connection gives you so, like the word of mouth you get from there, it's unbeatable. You, you yeah. cannot do it online from my point. No way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. You can't beat, uh, you can't beat in-person meetups. The last thing I will mention here is I loved your LinkedIn page. Uh, on your about page, you have this section that says things that I do and get paid for. <laughs> and then you have this section, things that I do and do not get paid for. And you have gaming, TV, binging, cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Cross country and a few other things. Nikita, thanks for coming on this show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Eric. It was amazing. 
Thank you very much. Yeah. And for everybody listening, if you enjoyed this, hit subscribe, tell others about it. I'll put links to Nikita's LinkedIn in Pineapple Square. Yeah. One other comment, Nikita? Actually, go to the first restaurant and say thank you to the waiter and the bartender that, that served you. Yeah. That's, that's something I would like everybody. Absolutely. They, they worked their ass off. They worked their ass off. Oh, I know. I used to be a waiter. And I, I know it's a, it's a very, it can be a very stressful job, especially when you get hit with like three or four tables at one time. Everybody, thank you for joining me on this uh, episode with Innovators Can Laugh. I will see you next week. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review and star rating. Also, don't forget to sign up for the ICO newsletter at innovatorscanlaugh.com where you can get the bio and details of each guest. Thanks.